0: Okay, Iver. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what really burns my toast? <laughs> <laughs> what? So I, mm, to segue into this, I recently saw a meme that was like, if you're thinking about getting this, like a dog, but you really want this, like a stuffed animal. Oh my god! And you're just gonna do this, like dog in a cage, then don't get a dog and it was just a very timely reminder with the holidays coming up like the type of people that get animals mainly like you know because their kids are like oh i want a puppy oh i want a kitty uh, and nah, 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 nah. and then like they go out and they like they buy an animal you should not have animals probably like 89 a solid 90 percent of the time There's so much more thought that goes into having an animal than just like, Oh, is it cute? Is it small? Like, is it going to be like adorable when it grows up? Like most people like, are you even thinking about when it grows up? Like what it's going to need? How much care is going to go into like keeping this animal alive and happy? Because they're totally dependent on you. They have no one else to look to to fulfill their needs and to be happy and You're walking into this like it's not a huge commitment, which is just mind-blowing to me.
1: Like caring for an animal is a massive responsibility. It is. Yeah, my toast would be burned too.
0: (laughs) Oh, my toast is burned to a crisp. It is black. (laughs) There is (laughs) nothing Throw it in the trash. (laughs) Throw it in the trash. Throw it over. Try again.
1: I like that because that was a much shorter rant than what I usually start with. (laughs) (laughs) But um, today I'm coming to you in the spirit of a... Shonda Rhimes monologue like circa Grey's Anatomy uh, what's that Scandal. other show Scandal how to how to how get to away, get with, away murder. with murder yes. yes those types of friends I'm coming to you Iconic. with that energy I'm Ivor
0: uh coming to you with the anger the unfiltered anger of an Asian parent who comes home and finds out that their child hasn't set the rice cooker to start <laughs> <laughs> I'm DJ
1: Ooh, wow that's amazing um Our episode title today is you're kind of a liar most of us are
0: you're a liar Mm. so Ivor you came up with the title for today what did you mean by that
1: so you know when you're when a friend asks you to do something and you know that for many reasons whether it be you don't have the time you really don't want to do it you don't particularly like this friend at this point you
0: don't have the patience you
1: don't have the patience or you really just need some me time Mm -hmm. but you say yes anyway now that doesn't make you a good friend or a kind person i think that just makes you a liar no you're lying to yourself (laughs) (laughs) you're lying to yourself like there's nothing wrong with saying no you have to set boundaries for your mental health
0: I think that's a really good point because saying no shouldn't mean that you stop being friends with someone. If you're genuine friends with people, you should be okay with hearing no from them when they need to say no.
1: And honestly, common sense makes me think that any question has either a yes or a no. (laughs) And you should be prepared for either one when you ask the question.
0: You might expect that, hey, we're friends and, you know, like we have this relationship and blah, 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 blah. And so this person is more likely to say yes. But I don't think being offended and then reflecting that back on that person for saying no is the mark of a very equal friendship.
1: No, because then it just I think it. Teachers on codependence. Right. Yeah. Oh, codependency.
0: Mm. Mm. Is that a topic for another episode? <laughs> <laughs> so, I know last week we talked a lot about external validation and trying, you know, that type of behavior where you look for attention from other people because you aren't necessarily giving it to yourself or you're not there to accept that or acknowledge that about yourself. Mm. Um, and I think that ties in really nicely with what we want to talk about today with like setting boundaries for yourself so that you respect yourself and others respect you Mm -hmm. where like a lot of the type of like yes man or like the yes friend behavior that i typically see in myself is because Mm -hmm. it comes from a very people-pleasing place where i don't want to make waves and i i want to be there for friends and i don't want to be seen as unreliable
1: yeah, that's a I think that's a space that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Feeling needed by your friends is a type of validation and external validation that does carry a lot of weight. Like you oh, do feel. Oh, it's such feel, a high. Yeah, you do feel <laughs> v- like to feel needed is part of being human. But when it comes to the point where it is self-destructive and your boundaries are not self-destructive, just destructive Mm -hmm. and your boundaries are nowhere to be seen. There Mm -hmm. is not a border wall (laughs) in sight. So it's like when you set yourself up as that friend that everyone can rely on, at some point you also need something. And when you go and ask for something or finally step out into needing someone else, I find that sometimes those people aren't there for you. Mm. Does that happen?
0: I think it's easy to. I feel this where I feel like I have to be the stable friend, or mm. you know, I'm I'm the secret keeper, or <laughs> I'm the reliable friend. Um, like in tip in some relationships.
1: Normally, the person that people go to for advice or help, they are kind of not the person that asks for advice right. or help. And
0: so it's harder it's harder to ask for help because in my mind I've built up this self-image of as the strength. person that helps others and not the person that gets help.
1: Exactly. So when you become that therapist friend, the person that gives advice to everyone, how do you think that's like uh, mentally destructive or mentally damaging? damaging? Yeah. Damaging,
0: yeah. Um to me, the clearest way is just that you are constantly giving support and you limit yourself from getting support. It's not that you can't get support or that support isn't there for you. Yeah, because most times when you do actually reach out, those friends that listen that you listen to are so happy to listen to you and to you know be on the other side of that relationship.
1: Okay, so just like how you like to feel needed. Other people like to feel needed too. So you going to them for advice or anything, it is a, it actually like healthy for them too. And for like your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. As much as sometimes you can feel like you're a burden or something for someone, um, showing that you need them is actually part of a healthy relationship.
0: Yeah, it's interdependency instead of codependency.
1: co-dependency. One thing that I think is very important is setting boundaries um when mm. it comes to <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. when
1: it comes to time mm,
0: time boundaries yes. time
1: boundaries so like this thing that i said in the beginning with like when you say you'll do something even though you don't really want to it makes you a liar the same thing comes for or something similar or connected to that is when it comes to time respecting your time and respecting other people's time so i think once you gain a respect for your time and what you do with your time, you automatically also respect someone else's time. So if you're at an engagement or you have an appointment or dinner with a friend, and this has happened so many times to me, where we say eight o'clock and you tell me 10 minutes to eight that you'll be late and then you lie about how late you'll be, that is something that I, in my <laughs> age now, I do not tolerate. Because I am <laughs> a human being too. I know that I have slept in late because I was on Twitter, I was on Instagram. I, was, I didn't use the time that I had and that made me late for some kind of appointment, whether it be dinner, uh, work or whatever. So I know that when most people say they're late, it's because of their own doing. Mm. What do you think?
0: I would say that I don't think it's automatic that when you respect your own time, you start to respect other people's.
1: Mm, Okay, maybe that's just what it was for me.
0: I think if you're a considerate person, it naturally leads to that thought, but it's Mm. not an automatic thing where it's like, I respect my time and so I respect yours because there are a lot of very inconsiderate people out there. Okay, that's (laughs)
1: very true. I think where I had gotten this idea about like respecting other people's time came to me when I heard this story about, say you are about to have a business meeting with someone and you're meeting at some, I don't know, whether it be in their office or cafe or whatever, and you run late because of your poor time management skills and that person is on time. Now, consider the fact that this person's life does not revolve around you and this meeting and that maybe they have a five-year-old daughter in the hospital or something and they have to go visit them after your meeting Mm -hmm. now if you're 15 minutes late you are stealing 15 minutes away from that daughter in the hospital you oh definitely so little things like that consider the time that you are sharing with other people when you have meetings or previous engagements or whatever like there's a lot to be said for an adult who is punctual
0: That is one of the hardest things, though, for me personally. Oh, really? Is being on time.
1: But you've never really been late with our stuff.
0: Because I try. (laughs) Are you saying that you don't try with (laughs) it?
1: Or is it because I'm a Virgo?
0: I think it's just hard because sometimes, despite all of your good intentions, you end up just leaving the house too late. And by the time you notice, you're already going to be late.
1: Hmm. Maybe this is like a personality thing. (laughs) I'm saying this as someone who used to be late to things. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this as someone who used to not manage his time properly. And even now I struggle. But especially with starting our podcast, I've become a lot better at managing my time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think an important part of mental health is taking control of your life. And time management is a big A way that you can assert some control over your life is you decide what you spend your time on we have the exact 24 hours that beyonce has do we though
0: (laughs) though? are her
1: hours magical
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what you're saying about your time management being a way to have more control over your life Mm -hmm. that is so relatable to me because It's such a small, subtle thing, but I do notice that when I'm on time for things or when I'm according to schedule, I am so much less stressed. There is no like rushing, racing feeling about, oh, I'm a bad friend or I'm a bad person because I'm late and this person is waiting for me. And like, oh, like the audacity of like me, like being late when like they took time out of their schedule and like they probably have a a bunch of other things to do, but Mm -hmm. they have to wait for me for us to do this thing and not having that feeling is such a weight lifted
1: that feeling of like just freedom knowing you're on time knowing you have your shit together it's a good like peaceful like in that moment you just feel so adult (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you feel so in control of yourself and your life. It's not like, oh, I'm being swayed by circumstances and I might be late. It's like, no, I took control of when I left the house and when I got ready and all of this stuff. And so I'm going to be on time.
1: Yeah. So when you're on time and the other person is on time, you both have this unspoken boundary where we're like, we respect hey, we each other's time. we respect each other. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's a great way for us to go back to the space of like what's healthy for you like what behaviors are healthy, healthy yeah and that's a very healthy boundary is respecting your time but also another person's time
0: exactly and hopefully respecting your time does lead to respecting other people's time
1: when you when we like circle back to the whole thing about lying to yourself like you know that the reason you're late and if you're honest with yourself it's mostly because of you.
0: Oh, it's when for me it's a hundred percent me.
1: Me too. Like it's <laughs> never been. It's very rarely has it been traffic. Very rarely has it been the subway because we if live in Seoul. Top,
0: if it is subway <laughs> or if it is traffic, it's because I did not leave enough of a gap to account for that.
1: Exactly, and we live. <laughs> Seoul is a pretty well managed transportation system you know when
0: there's going to be traffic you You know know when the trains are coming yeah
1: the maps are all connected with the traffic systems and all of that there's no excuse unless you're driving there's no excuse even if you Mm. are driving yeah so the reason why i had was inspired by the whole lying thing for this episode was that i have experience with being a liar i think Everyone has, I think everyone does. It's a yeah.
0: universal experience.
1: And there's many reasons why we lie. Most of the, th- the reasons is that we want to protect ourselves in some mm-hmm. way. And um, I've been trying to live my life with the phrase of tell the truth. To me, telling the truth remains to be one of the most difficult things and one of the hardest things that we can do. Because mm-hmm. lying is so easy.
0: It's also in many cases, so natural.
1: It's so natural. There's this phrase that I read when I was younger, many years ago, that says, the lies we tell ourselves are the most dangerous.
0: Ooh. Like the lies you (laughs) tell yourself
1: (laughs) honestly about yourself or like other people are actually more destructive than lying to your boss that you were stuck in traffic. But if you were to tell the truth to your boss... That you were stuck, that you were late because of, I don't know, scrolling on Instagram, looking looking at other people's curated <laughs> lives.
0: Late because of who I am as a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
1: your boss would react differently. I understand that level of lying. But when it comes to mendacity to yourself, mm-hmm. that is something that I try and watch within myself, Mm. but also recognize with other people because I know that I am no different than other people. So if I'm lying to myself, I know that other people are Mm -hmm. lying to themselves. As much as we think we are individuals, if we live in the same society, the same circle, we do have similar behaviors. So there is a connection. Like if I'm lying, girl, then you are too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, and that's definitely important to think about in terms of healthy boundaries. Because if you don't want to help your friend move, then... Say so. Probably your friend also doesn't 100% want to help you move either. Most likely. (laughs) So before you ask or before you get offended that someone said no or like, oh, I'm sorry, but I really can't, you got to put some thought into like why would they say no and is that you know acceptable shouldn't that be acceptable yeah in a healthy friendship you should be allowed to say no
1: you should be allowed to say no and your friend should understand that they can't get angry at you for saying no exactly and if you live in a favor-based favor friendship you better say bye
0: uh, that's not a place I want to be.
1: No, I've had friends like that before. I've had bosses like that before. And I'm like, no, just because you did me a favor doesn't mean that I am now obliged to do you to do you a favor. When you do something for me, it should come because you want to do it. Not because you want to use that against me when you are in need.
0: And that's the trap of, I guess, external validation is because mm. you fall into that cycle or that kind of chain reaction of i did someone a favor they did me a favor i did someone a favor they did me a favor and then putting the seal of this relationship on that when it's just mutual self-interest
1: i don't think friendships should be self-serving i think we find or create a lot more honesty and joy when you live your life in some way to service in service of others So if you help someone for the sake of helping them because that act of helping does do something for you, you feel good about it. So in the spirit of self-care and mental health, um, what is something that you've done this week that is like a conscious decision to take care of your mental health?
0: I went on so many good walks this week.
1: Mm. The weather is great for walks now.
0: it's, it's, It's so nice. It's, it's like cold enough when you start walking but then you warm up a bit yeah yeah and just kind of blasting my different playlists i made a christmas playlist so that mm. i can walk to all of these different carols and whatever
1: <laughs> i like that um i what i did this week i started my yoga practice again oh. because i had um back in cape town I had started like Bikram yoga, like mm-hmm. the hot room yoga. And there was such a beautiful sense of focus that I'd gotten from it. And um, when I started weight training here, I kind of put like stretching and like mobility work, like mm-hmm. like lower on the importance mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a bit more muscular due to my own like body images. And so like having spent like, like a year, like a couple of years like working on that, you know, um, now with the lockdown and I can't go to the gym, I just yeah. like, you know what? I'm just going to put on a yoga thing and do the 26 postures. And it's amazing, like when you're forced in a different kind of focus, what that does for your mental health, I think. And um, so I would encourage people to find something that you can do, even if it's one thing that you can do that makes you feel like you have a sense of control either over your body, over your space or over your time.
0: Yeah, even if it is so small, I mean, sometimes I go, It the mood doesn't strike me until 1040 and I don't leave the house until 11 p.m. to go for a walk. And then I'm back home at like 12, 1210, but yeah. that hour was so worth it.
1: Yeah, like, because you made a conscious decision, even though you had put it off, you still made that decision, I'm going to go do this. And because you know, you feel better afterwards. So if you're feeling shitty, like maybe you don't have to dwell into like dwell in or, or try and find out that moment why you're feeling shitty, just do the opposite. And I, I know that this is far easier said than done mm. especially for people dealing with depression or um like like
0: Monday through Friday <laughs> work schedule just life you know life life in general pandemic panic I think
1: it is very, (laughs) pandemic panic, I think it is very important to take one thing a day for yourself that you feel, you know what, I am taking care of myself, whether it's your face routine, whether it's yoga, going for a walk like DJ does, whatever it is, find one thing.
0: Cook yourself a nice meal.
1: Yeah, I hate cooking. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. I don't know,
0: like, buy yourself a nice little drink or something, just do something one little thing that makes you feel good and makes you feel like i'm in control of myself in this moment
1: all right everyone that wraps up our show please take care of yourselves um if you have any questions you can dm us at this is underscore 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 fine <laughs> that's not our fault it's um instagram's fault because someone had already taken our name Mm, so sad (laughs) so sad um dm us on instagram if you have any thoughts any questions anything you want to add um we'd be happy to communicate with you guys
0: you can also message us on our soundcloud or leave comments on this thing that you're listening to right now
1: Mm -hmm. pretty soon we will be on youtube YouTube yes. and uh, Twitter and all of the social we're working on all of all that. All of the social. All of the social. <laughs> we'll be the butterflies of social. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone. Um goodbye.
0: Goodbye.